Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Look, I feel like this is a dream right now. I mean, this is absolutely unbelievable to be up here in front of everybody here. Um, it's like crazy. My kids, just trying to, got to keep my composure about me because this is this is truly unbelievable. Um, I, to say that I'm excited would be a massive understatement because I am um, so excited to get to work and, and I want to do nothing but uh, work with all these guys and be with them. Well, the Broncos have their guy and reading Twitter, it seems like Anybody who is on the fence is now excited to have Nathaniel Hackett in the building and as the head coach. And I got to tell you, I just saw a picture on Twitter of Hackett and his family all dressed in Broncos gear. And that's kind of cool that, you know, they're a Broncos family now. It's funny. Two days ago, they were a Packers family. Yeah. And now they're a Broncos family. I wonder. That was in a movie once. There was a kicker. Either got traded from Green Bay to Denver or vice versa. Yeah. And just like that, he got traded and all of a sudden his family had to get new gear. I By the way, George Payton's family was there as well. Yes. And he pointed out it's the first time his family has been to the facility hmm. because of COVID restrictions. Huh. Well, yeah. Couldn't, you couldn't bring your family to the facility. Well, it's nice that they were there. Yeah, it was really cool that both families were there and uh, one one big happy football family, as it were. And we'll see if they can get the results. If you were the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, what would you say to your kids about all the Packers gear they have? What would you tell them to do with it? Um, I would say... Don't wear it outside. Yes. But if you want to have some kick-around clothes, knock yourself out. Right. Or Or you just give it away. Yeah, I'm sure they got a bunch of friends who are Packers fans. Yeah. I, I would say give it to friends or you, you donate it to uh, to charities in Northeast Wisconsin. Right. Right. Because there, you know, there are kids in need who probably would love to have some Packer gear. That, but, that's what I bet they will end up doing is just giving it away to, uh, to un- underprivileged people. By the way, we have uh, some breaking news. The New York Giants have their football coach, Brian Dayball. No real surprise here considering... The new general manager was the assistant GM in Buffalo, and now Dayball is going to be tasked with turning around their quarterback. Yeah, and uh, just uh, just during the break, uh, something uh, uh, was brought to my attention. And, and Nilo, did we uh, did we have that tweet? Where was that tweet from that you mentioned? Anilo says he sent it to you. I was just looking at that as oh. well. I uh, may have scrolled past it. It was a report from Jason Lockenfora. Yes. It was tweeted out by someone else. Um, let me see if I can get to it. Yeah, yeah, so it was Brandon Marcello who tweeted out a clip from CBS Sports, uh, a video clip of them doing the breaking news report and talking about the subject that Jason Lockenfora was reporting on, which was Tom Brady preparing to announce his retirement so that announcement is considered imminent at least by yeah. cbs sports and jason Lockett. and actually Florida. there's a story on cbs uh, sports.com right now uh and and the headline reads tom brady retirement decision seen as imminent like uh, like danny said that uh that jason lock put up and it opens by saying quote 
Numerous sources close to quarterback Tom Brady remain convinced the all-time great is preparing to retire from the game with a formal announcement expected shortly. Several sources in his inner circle expect he'll most likely reveal his future plans in the coming days. By the way, we talked about it at uh, 445, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll go back to what was the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed question, okay? Okay. And that was odds on... Aaron Rodgers coming here before yep. before Hackett was hired. It was plus two hundred. Mm-hmm. Now it's minus one fifty. Yep. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is, I said to you, if you had fifteen thousand dollars, somebody just handed it to you, mm-hmm. and you can win ten, would you bet it or would you pocket it? Right. What would you do? Uh, just hand it to me. I'd bet. I'd bet it. Okay, I'm going to double down. Not only would I bet the 15, I would take another 50 and add on top of that. Oh, wow. You know why? Want to know why? Tell me. Do you think Aaron Rodgers wants to play second fiddle at the Hall of Fame induction behind Tom Brady? Wow, I didn't even think about that. That's why I'm here. I'm here to uh, give deep analysis. Those two will go in at the same time, which would easily be the greatest class of all time because you're talking about quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, that would not be his weekend. That would be Tom Brady's weekend. And you think that alone would, if Rodgers is thinking about retirement, would make him come back? I think it might creep into his mind. I think he still wants to play. I mean, I think he was hurting last Saturday. Yeah, but I think, everybody's hurting after a loss. Yeah, there's a reason why you don't see many retirements right after the season of great players. Except for like an Elway. You knew right. it was coming. No, but that came in May. I know, but you knew it was coming. Yeah, right, you, but Manning, of, Manning you knew of, it was coming. Yeah, a lot of guys like to just take a couple of weeks and get away sure. just to be sure that they don't feel the desire to kind of play and do more creeping back in. Just just to make sure they know. Because the day after the season, a lot of guys feel like quitting. Even those that aren't 10, 12-year veterans. But very rarely, like a Tom Brady, comes out and says, I really want to spend more time with my wife. Mm-hmm. I really want to spend more time with my kids. And that's not just it's not just his decision, he said as well. Right. When you bring up family playing into the decision... Because I think it was a couple of years ago or something like that, Tom Brady said, I talked to my family, and they said, yes, keep playing. I mean, I've heard national pundits say, Tom said he wanted to play until he was 45. What's the difference? He's 44. Right. (laughs) He came out and said he wanted to play till 45. What, are you going to call him a liar at the press conference? Why'd you lie to us, Tom? He's already defied father time more than any great player in the history of the game. Here, I think people will argue this, and that's fine. John Elway went out on top. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning went out on top. Yep. Jerome Bettis went out on top, winning Super Bowls. Right. Tom Brady had one of the greatest seasons in NFL history. It might have gone out on top if Tristan Wirfs had not gotten hurt at the worst possible time. There is so much. And it just shows, as even when you're a great player, there's so much beyond your control that can determine whether you win or not. He is going out on top, on his terms. The only reason why they lost the game is because their defense didn't hold. Yeah. Right? Yep. He did everything he could. It's not as if 
It was like Peyton Manning were watching the bowling ball fall off the table. John Elway probably had a little bit more left. Manning had nothing left. Bettis had a little bit more left. If Tom Brady came back next year, you would say he's a top five quarterback in the league at 44. Mm -hmm. He's going out on top. I don't care what anybody argues. And no, you can't literally put him in the same category as Manning and Elway and Bettis because they won Super Bowls. He did everything he could to get that team to a win. And it's not as if the Rams won the game on their final drive with the score 10 to 10. Tom Brady walked off the field. The game was tied. That's what I'm final, saying. In the final minute. That's what I'm saying. He, do, he had done everything he could. And, and he brought him back at the end, too. And again, yes. it's not as now the Rams helped him quite a bit by coughing up the ball. But he capitalized. But the point he is, it's play. not like the final score was 10 to 10. They put up a lot of points in that game, too, and a lot of it had to do with Tom Brady. Coming up after the break, we were going to share some thoughts with you from Nathaniel Hackett from his press conference. We will do that next. Uh, we've teased it now a couple of times, I suppose. Mace asked Nathaniel Hackett, if you could be any Star Wars character, who would it be? No spoiler alert. You probably know by now he said Han Solo. But why did he say Han Solo? You'll hear from Denver's new Han Solo. Next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us at You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, wanted to tell you about my guy, Dr. McCracken at Denver Hair Surgery. I just had my procedure done two weeks ago, and I cannot begin to tell you how easy it was. It was so easy that they wanted to give me nitrous oxide, laughing gas. I'm like, I'm good. Absolutely no pain whatsoever. They gave me, you know, some painkillers after the procedure was over. I didn't need those either. Okay. I tweeted out a video while it was actually happening. That should tell you just how painless this is. And I've had painful hair transplant surgeries. This is my third one. I have a huge scar in the back of my neck, and that sucked. I could tell you right now, with the new technology they have at Denver Hair Surgery, they didn't have to cut into the back of my head. And I cannot wait to see how my hair looks in probably six months or so. But I'm so confident that you will want to go see Dr. McCracken after my experience. I highly recommend you go there. I'm wearing a hat right now, and I like to wear hats. But I don't like to wear hats all the time. And I'm not going to as much anymore. I'm not going to feel embarrassed about hair loss anymore. That's because I went to go see my guy, Dr. McCracken. You should check him out. And his team, so great. Loved working with his team. They made it so easy on me. Go to denverhairsurgery.com. That's denverhairsurgery.com. And mention you heard this on the show, and you're going to save 500 bucks Again, denverhairsurgery.com. Time now for the buzz. 
The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. Well, we have some breaking news. This coming out of Wisconsin, and Nathaniel Hackett held his press conference today, and the guy that he was going to interview to be his offensive coordinator, and I would say leading candidate, apparently is not going to be coming here anymore. Yeah, that's Adam Stenovich, and the Packers... Uh, uh, run game coordinator works for the offensive line, and uh, he will not be going in Denver, according to Tom Silverstein of the Milwaukee uh, Journal's Sentinel. Um, of course, Luke Getze, who the Broncos interviewed to be their head coach, appears to be headed to the Chicago Bears. It's a great hire. It's a great hire for them, especially in terms of thinking about developing Justin Fields. Everybody was saying... Getze's a great pick for that. Everybody was saying in Chicago... First of all, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Eberflus. Right? And let's look at the GM. Who do we just fire? Ryan Pace. What's the first name of the guy that they just hired? Ryan Poles. Okay. And then they fired who? They fired Matt Nagy, replaced with Matt Eberflus. So they have they have another Matt, and they have another guy who shares the same first name yeah. as the guy they just fired. Because Eberflus is a defensive-minded guy, they're like, well... I suppose we'll wait and see who they fire, hire as the offensive coordinator. They probably got the right guy, and I can tell you, Aaron Rodgers really sings Getsy's praises as well. So it will be interesting now, the Packers looking at an offensive coaching staff without Nathaniel Hackett, without Luke Getsy, the two guys who are widely regarded to be Aaron Rodgers' guys. Right. So the plot where- thickens. Where does where does Nathaniel Hackett go next? And I have a suggestion. I don't know if he's listening to the show. I don't know if anybody in the Broncos organization is listening to the show. But there's one phone call I would make and say, this is the guy that I want. And he runs, I don't want to say similar offense to Nathaniel Hackett, although Nathaniel Hackett is not necessarily a West Coast guy. That's not the offense that he necessarily learned. Now, his dad... Paul Hackett was a West Coast guy. Very much so, okay? yes. But in the Doug Marone system, which he kind of, for lack of a better phrase, grew up with at Syracuse, at Jacksonville, in Buffalo, that's not West Coast offense. But if for some reason Nathaniel Hackett wants a West Coast guy, I know the guy they should target. And that would be a perfect way to strip one of your main rivals of one of their greatest assets. And that is their quarterback's coach, Mike Kafka. To say he is highly thought of is an understatement in the Chiefs organization. But the Chiefs are in a bit of a pickle because they have to allow him to interview because this would be an offensive coordinator position, Mm -hmm. even though he's not calling plays because Hackett says he's going to be calling plays. In a perfect world, if Eric Bieniemy goes someplace, I can promise you, promise you, Kafka would be the offensive coordinator under Andy Reid. I would absolutely guarantee it, and I'd put cash on it. But if Bieniemy doesn't go anywhere, what are you going to do if you're Andy Reid? I mean, the only thing you could do is talk to your owner, Lamar Hunt, and see if he'd back up the Brinks truck. For what? To give Mike Kafka whatever he wanted no. to stay in that position. Well, that that's fine. Well, what what's the Brinks truck for a quarterbacks coach? You're not going to pay him more than the enemy. Quarterbacks coach, passing game coordinator. The, the one thing though, um, 
the Broncos would not be offering play calling responsibilities. I think you try. I, is it something that I think the Broncos should investigate? Yes, but the problem is in in that regard. I don't know if Kafka leaves Kansas City where things are cooking, mm-hmm. and his re- his reputation is not going to go down. He's not as g- long as he works with Patrick Mahomes. He's not going anywhere right. unless enemy goes someplace. Right. And this guy has interviewed with so many teams mm-hmm. and cannot get a head coaching job. Eight teams, yes. Okay, and cannot get a head coaching job. And I, I don't want to. I need to watch my words carefully. Mm-hmm. With what happened with Andy Reid's son, that was a PR nightmare, amongst many other things. Right? Yes. You cannot fire Eric Bieniemy. You cannot fire a black coach who has been trumpeted by too many media members as why is this guy not getting a head coaching job? And for what? And look, it'd be a bad look. The Andy Reid Eric Bieniemy relationship works, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just because he's not a head coach doesn't mean he's not right for the job that he Fine. has in Kansas City. Fine, then, Ka- then Kafka will walk. And believe me, they don't want to lose him. Right. The, the, Eric Bieniemy's done nothing to justify getting demoted I agree. in favor of Mike Kafka in Kansas abs- City. You're okay? absolutely right. Yeah. But, but what are you going to do? With, if another team says, we want you to be our offensive coordinator, he can't really stand in his way if it's an OC job. He can't stand in his way, but the, whole, but the thing that Mike Kafka may think is, I want to call plays. That's fine. Well, as long as because Eric, he's designing the passing game, he's just not calling the plays. He's well, handing the pass. He's handing the pass responsibilities to Andy Reid, and then Reid's calling the plays. Oh, so then what's Eric doing? He's he calls some of the plays, and right. he runs most of the run game stuff. Okay. Yes. So with that, if Eric Bieniemy does not get a head coaching job, and I don't believe he's going to get one again in this cycle, you're you're sitting behind a guy who's not going anywhere. That doesn't make oh, yeah. any sense. Yeah. Look, I think the Broncos should investigate it. I just don't know that they're going to get the answer they want. And oh, by the way, if Aaron Rodgers comes here, yeah, as much as you like working with Patrick Mahomes and you're the offensive coordinator under Nathaniel Hackett with Aaron Rodgers, I can promise you, you're going to be getting head coaching opportunities. He's not going anywhere. I'm surprised Kafka hasn't gotten head coaching looks already. No, not as a quarterback's coach. Andy Reid got hired as a quarterback coach. I know it happens rarely. Zach Taylor got hired as a quarterback's yeah. coach, too. But it doesn't happen that often. And by the way, when you look it at... It happens if you're really freaking talented. I understand that, but you have to have a lot of other abilities, too. And for Kafka, he's been a quarterback's coach for three years. Other than that, he was an uh, offensive quality control coach in 2017. He's only been in the NFL since 2017. Yeah. At the age of 34, and, and guys are getting jobs at 34, I get that. Guys aren't going to hire him as a head coach. I mean, Luke Getzey has more, a lot more coaching experience than Mike That's Kafka right. does. Right. By the way, uh, we've teased it so many times, we want to get to this. Yes. So, Nathaniel Hackett held his press conference today, said a lot of interesting things. So did George Payton. And I just want to give you a quick thumbnail sketch on what was said at the press conference. For starters... Peyton talking about Hackett said that Hackett is the perfect choice to reboot the franchise. His vision, it's in all three phases of the game as Hackett has had experience coaching in all three phases of the game. Peyton went on to say that Hackett is different than any other coach he has been around and on why Peyton did not do a second interview with anybody else. He said he was sold and he knew Hackett was the guy. As for Hackett, And what he said, he will be calling the plays. We just talked about that with Kafka, okay? And 
And for those that want to go to training camp, you're going to have some music because <laughs> the former break dancing hip hop teacher is going to have music out at training camp. I don't know if he's going to be break dancing, but if he does, he's going to be doing it to the tunes that the guys pick. Talking about the players because he said the players can pick the music. Yeah, and if he picked the music, there'd be a lot of Justin Timberlake. Right. Some players might pick that as well. Right. But I would say this. Um, I'm getting confused here. Justin Timberlake was on I Want It That Way, right? Justin was, Timberlake that was, was Backstreet Boys, on, right? Uh, it, I th- believe Justin Timberlake was on In Sync. Okay, never. See, I get my boy bands confused. All yeah. right. Yeah, you're thinking because, of One Direction. Yeah, no. You know, you know how I know that? Because my daughter's 13. The reason being, if he and did... She was a big fan three years ago. To me, that's a song that he should play when he wants something done right. Right. I want it that way. But there's but there's no correlation. Nice try. With that, you asked the question of the day. Uh, as some people know, if you don't know, uh, Nathaniel Hackett is a big Star Wars fan. And Mace, you asked Hackett today... Certainly wasn't ready for the question. If you could be any Star Wars character, who would you be? Oh, gosh, I would, did not know I was going to get that one right now. Um, I have always felt myself that I feel like I'm a Han Solo. Um, I just felt like he was always smooth and cool, and he got the beautiful princess, too. So, sorry, I had to say that. Um, but uh, <laughs> she's so mad at me right now. Um, but no, I, I, I've always loved Han, and I mean, God, Yoda, there's, that's almost like picking one of my children. I mean, I, Star Wars is dear to me, so, but no, we'll throw Han out there. Han. By the way, uh, we talked about it, I think, a couple segments ago. You said you would be Yoda, because yeah. that's your personality. I said I was Poe, and you are Danny. Who are you? Probably Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I would agree. Because I know you pretty well. <laughs> you have some Anakin in you. But there is good in but there is Finding good the right in location you. for your But the question, Danny, is are you saying that you don't like sand? Um <laughs> I don't really have the, a problem with it. <laughs> you remember that scene in uh, Attack of the Clones, right? No. It's kind of an inf it's it, let's face it, it's not Anakin's best moment. It's not Hayden Christensen's best acting moment, although he was can, he wasn't good acting the, in any of those. You can movies. say the script. I mean, that's just oh man. All right. So uh, what was it Harrison Ford once said? George, you can write this bleep, but you can't say it. <laughs> With that, we've talked a lot about Nathaniel Hackett and Star Wars coming up after the break. We only have you know, we have one segment left before we do just in case you missed it. There are some big football games on Sunday. Who's gonna win? Chiefs Bengals? 49ers Rams. We'll talk about it next. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's so tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. 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 Afternoon drive with Goodman and Mason. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. 
you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale. If you're looking for great prices and a great product, highly recommend you go with Rocky Mountain Forest Products. You've seen their stuff all over town. I mean, they're in the same building. Uh, their wood is in where the Broncos play, right? Coors Field, the Stanley Hotel. I mean, the, the, the top places want the lumber from Rocky Mountain Forest Products. If you want the same product, if you want a better price than you get at the big box stores, go with Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Optimum Golf. Take your game to the next level this offseason at Denver's best indoor virtual facility in the Park Hill and Rhino neighborhoods. Book your tee time today at theoptimumgolf.com. All right, so are we going to pick these games based on the spread or straight up? Chiefs are seven and a half point dogs, favorites. I'm They're taking favorites. the Bengals to cover, but I think the Chiefs win straight up. Okay. I think the Chiefs win as well. Close and, or not close? Mm, Chiefs defense really isn't that great. And the Bengals exposed them. Chiefs defense has really struggled since that Bengal game late in the season. Right. When the Bengals put it all together, they're a pretty good team. It's not a good matchup for the Chiefs either, I think. Yeah. Uh, what about San Francisco and the Rams? What are we looking at? On the three and a half. Rams favored by three and a half. Give me the 49ers in what might be another quasi-home game. I think the uh, I think the, the Rams win big. Really? Yeah. The thing is, like these teams, like the Niners, the Niners beat them in the regular season. Of course, they've beaten them six times in a row. Right. You know but, what? But I think that, I think this game ends up being tight because the advantages that both teams have schematically, they're basically neutralized because each defense practices against that offense every day. Right, and the pass rush for the Niners is great. I think the difference in this game is Von Miller. He has picked it up. And now he is a feared twosome with Aaron Donald. Yeah. It's all like it's vintage Vaughn. It is. Playing great in the playoffs. You know, and I actually think there's there there are echoes of DeMarcus Ware coming to Denver. You know, Ware the Cowboys had cut Ware back in early twenty fourteen. And it was thought that maybe he was on the decline. Right, and then he comes to Denver and he gets Vaughn, who's taking some of the pressure off of him. Right, and he is vintage Demarcus Ware all over again. And you look at in the 2015 playoffs. Right, I believe Demarcus Ware actually had more quarterback hits than Vaughn Miller, because the two of them, because having Vaughn allowed Demarcus to kind of have that renaissance, and I feel like what happened to Demarcus six years ago is happening to Vaughn right now that because everybody is focused on Aaron Donald, he's able to take advantage of that. Vaughn said he wants to win the Super Bowl for his teammates. Yes. That's what he said. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, he's already won one. What Super Bowl matchup would you like to see? Or what makes the best game story? By by the way, I want to get back to something real quick. Shanahan McVay coming off the same coaching tree. Mm Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers famously said about the Bears, and I'm paraphrasing here, I own you. I'm your daddy, right? Well, Kyle's going to be able to say it to McVay again in a huge game Mm -hmm. seven times in a row. And both of them were lieutenants on Shanahan's staff, on Mike Mike, Shanahan's staff. But 
Kyle was the offensive coordinator. Right. Kyle was Sean McVay's supervisor. Who in there speaking? Okay. Who's the better offensive mind, Kyle or McVay? It's a tough one. It's a tough one because I think Kyle does more with less. Well, he's been forced to. Look, he has Garoppolo. Right. Exactly. I mean, you can make the case Goff is better than Garoppolo. I, I think there's a good case that Goff is better than Garoppolo. Right. And now look at what he's doing with Stafford. So which, which super- is why trading for Jimmy G, yep. danger Will Robinson. Right. Which Super Bowl, what, what matchup would you like to see? I... Honestly, I would not mind seeing a Chiefs 49ers rematch it's of not, two years ago. No. Why? It was a good game. No. no. I like their pass rush against the Chiefs. I think they would I think they're similar to last year in the Super Bowl. I think the fact that the Niners don't have to blitz to generate pressure will cause the Chiefs problems. Okay. okay. So you have Bosa and who else that you really like? Because I like Donald and Vaughn. I like Donald and Vaughn too. You know what? But I, but I just I I th- I'm 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 going to take the unconventional route here. The Niners are a bit of a Cinderella story as well. Cinderella story. And I yes, thank you. I, I kind of like the Cinderella story. Cinderella story. You know that you have a team that was left for dead right a month ago right Ripped going off. up against the mighty Kansas City Chiefs right who would be in their third straight Super Bowl. That being said, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals. I think it'd be a lot of fun for the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl. You know what? I I I I don't honestly. I think yeah, I would like to see Cincinnati because my cousin lives in. Cincinnati. I'm rooting for Cincinnati on Sunday. I'm not. Why not? Because I want to. Because like Jack Nicholas, I want to see Tiger get close and maybe pass Jack. Patrick Mahomes only has so many years. Listen, I know where I'm at. The Broncos are out. And quite frankly, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, what's the difference? It's not going to affect next year anyway. I want to see greatness. I want to see the Bengals fans be happy. I'd be listen. My cousin's from there. I would love to see her yeah. be happy. I want to see Mahomes. Is if the Broncos are not in it, I want to see Mahomes win as many titles as possible. I want to see him come close to seven. I mean, one thing. Sorry, I love greatness. One, one thing to support your point is this. Who's supporting it? I know. I think no. Just let me make my point here. If you're the Broncos, I think it's important to know the degree of the challenge that you have when you get to making your offseason decisions. The Chiefs get to the Super Bowl and win another one, and they've literally been in three straight Super Bowls. They've won two, and Mahomes has had a first four years on like any other if they quarterback win. in history. If they win if the they, Super Bowl, right? If they win yep. the Super Bowl, yep. And at that point, then I think. When Nathaniel Hackett, George Payton, and the Brain Trust sit down, they will know they have a huge challenge. They already know. And that means taking a huge swing. You can't be cautious. And that and that I and you've talked oh, there you, you and I have that's, talked that's a great and, point. To and make. you and I have talked about this and I mentioned great point. how much would you give up to get Aaron Rodgers because he's the only guy who has a chance of leveling the playing field. Okay, wait. And it might mean that you have to do something that would seem completely audacious under normal circumstances, but what you are facing is not normal. Is it better for the Broncos if the Chiefs win to get Aaron Rodgers and he wants to come here or if they lose on Sunday? I don't think it matters. I do. 
I think he wants the challenge regardless. I Put think, it this way. I don't think he's going to, if they win, he's going to say, I don't want to come there. I think he wants to come anyway. He knows what Mahomes is anyway. Yes. He would love the opportunity to beat the Super Bowl champ in his division. And you know what? There's another thing. No, yeah. Don't, don't, right. don't, oh, I know. don't overlook that and discount that. But the, but he the, would love the opportunity to beat Mahomes twice. What was the game that Aaron Rodgers missed this year? Chiefs. Yes. Well. But you think that doesn't bother him? That he didn't have that shot? Because when Green, when Green Bay went to Kansas City, uh, was it back in uh, 2019? Mahomes was hurt. Right. He hasn't had that shot against Mahomes yet. Right. You think? And I'm. And look, great ones want to test themselves against the best. I think the idea of going against Mahomes twice a year, I think that would. I think that it's a. It's an. It's a selling point. For it, him, it is. Yes. And it would be for Manning as well. Yeah. Right. For any great competitor. When the I only hear, guy Manning didn't Peyton Manning didn't want to go against on a regular basis was his brother. I, I right. I, I've I've said this for for my whole life. I want to play the best. Yeah. Because I'm going to find out how good I am. When I hear former NFL players on television say, "Why would you want to go in that division?" That tells me about your competitive spirit. I, when they say I want the easier road, that tells me about who they are. Maybe they've won a title, maybe not because of them, but that tells me a lot about them. This is why I want to see the Rams against the Chiefs. It's, I think it's a better story. I think you have two amazing offensive minds in Reed and McVay. I think you have two quarterbacks playing at the top of their game. I think you have Von Miller trying to win another Super Bowl, and Aaron Donald, probably the best defensive player in football over the last five years, trying to win his first Super Bowl. And I really like Josh Kroenke. And I have another friend in that organization, Tamigo. So for all those reasons, I would like to see that Super Bowl. Do you like Stan Kroenke? Yeah, I don't have a problem with him. Okay. I've, 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 I've talked to him briefly. I can't say that I know him, but would I root against him? No, because I like Josh. A lot. Josh See, is a good dude. I have the, I have something against the way that the, that the Rams and Stan Kroenke lied to the city of St. Louis. That's why I'm, I don't find the Rams warm and cuddly in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, well, and you're not the only Andrew that feels that way. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, then. So um, I, the of these four teams that are left, the Rams are dead last for me. You want the Nuggets to win? I what? They're, they're Josh Kroenke. I know. No, they're Stan Kroenke. Yeah. So do you want to see the Nuggets win? Do you want to see the Avs win a Stanley Cup? Because you know what? Stan Stan's the owner. I I wouldn't mind seeing the Nuggets win. But what about the Avs? And I look, I root for the Rapids, even though I don't like Stan Kroenke. You used to but I've decided that, but like I know that I have to be reasonably supportive of the teams around here. There you know. But the Rams and what and, and the way their management lied to the city of St. Louis, I can't I can't root for that. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? Well, speaking of the Colorado Avalanche, they've got a game tonight in Chicago, so we'll uh, touch on that. And also, we started the week off with overtime rules. We'll finish it with some overtime rules, this time out of the Pioneer League in baseball. That's coming up next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. You know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. It's Friday again, 
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver. Matt at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Well, the Colorado Avalanche on the road takes on the Chicago Blackhawks. 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time puck drop in that one. These two teams played just four days ago. Avs got the win, two to nothing. Francois shut out goals by Kadri and Rantanen. If you were betting on the game tonight for a prop, would you bet on the shutout, Kadri to score, or Rantanen to score? Well, I can tell you right now, if Mike Ditka was playing, I'd definitely take the Chicago Blackhawks. But if I had to pick a prop bet for this game, I'd go with uh, Kadri scoring because in a Chicago accent, I like to say Kadri. I can get the ah uh, out there. Uh, Rantanen, I suppose, would work. Shut out, not not particularly good for me for my Southside accent. Wow, pretty good, Kadri. I'll take if his that. name was if his name was Kadri Rantanen, then I definitely pick that guy. I'll take Kadri, the All Star of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, just in case you missed it, the Pioneer League is getting rid of extra innings. The Independent Baseball League is going to a sudden-death home run derby to decide games tied after nine innings in which each team will designate a hitter. Uh, That batter receives five pitches, and whoever hits the most home runs wins. Uh, If they're still tied, they pick two more guys, they keep going. So... We talked about NFL overtime rules at the beginning of the week after the ending to the Bills and the Chiefs. What do you think about this quote-unquote sudden-death format in the Pioneer League? I mean, it's, it's exciting, right? Uh, I, I mean, I don't personally like it. I think it's gimmicky. But, uh, hey, what the heck, it'll be fun. It's, it's, it's minor league baseball. Minor league baseball is supposed to be fun for the fans. and But if this happened in Major League Baseball, I'd have a conniption. It was something that uh, yeah. that Justin Turner suggested a couple years ago. He said mm-hmm. they'll play one extra inning, mm-hmm. and then if it's if it's not if it's still tied, then they pick three guys. They go out there, each guy gets five outs, and uh, the MLB wasn't interested apparently. Uh, by the way, because it is sports related, I can bring this up. Because it came out of the political world, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin, he was on a radio show talking about the COVID vaccine, and he said, we've heard story after story, all of these athletes dropping dead on the field. Let's move on. Politifact. I don't, don't know how I'm missing these stories. I, I, I mean, I, I, he's got the same source as John Stockton does, evidently. Well, is that what John Stockton said? Yes. Who's, who's, who's dropping dead on the field? He said that there were 100 to 150 athletes dropping dead on the field on the pitch of professional athletes. Yeah. 
Hmm. What, what, I'm gonna have to look this up. Well, yeah, where, Soccer, where do they get this from? Players dying with the vaccine. Uh, Go ahead, Danny. I'll 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 get it on Google yeah. in a second. Uh, just in case you missed it, the MLB lockout rolling on, and we're starting to get into some murky waters here. Uh, back to the Pioneer League. Their 96-game regular season schedule begins on May 22nd. If there is no MLB baseball, will you be seeking out an alternative to MLB? You know, back in 2020 when there was no sports going going on, yes, I was one of those who was watching the Korean baseball organiza- organization, the KBO. But, and this is the thing. You and all the gamblers. Yeah, but this is the thing. There are other sports going on. If there's no Major League Baseball, I will just go. I will watch the NHL. I'll watch the NBA because they're going to be in their crunch time heading into the postseason. And that's why baseball does not want to let this thing go into the regular season because people are going to forget about it with everything popping, especially in the NBA. And uh, will the USFL season be over by then, by the time baseball is supposed to start? Uh, It's starting then. It starts in April. Okay. And actually, I think that's a smarter time to start a spring football league rather than in February like the XFL and the AAF did it. Because after that, people have missed football for a couple of months. Yeah, give them a chance to let the heart grow fonder. And I think more people are going to watch the USFL when those games happen. Danny, are you going to watch the USFL? I'll probably check it out. I uh, saw the other day that Jeff Fisher got hired as a coach, and you I've did. always liked Jeff Fisher, so I'll probably tune in to check to just kind of see what it's like. I tuned into a little bit of the XFL mm. back when that made a comeback, and uh, I love football, so I'll tune in for a little bit. I might not pick a team and root for somebody hard, but I'll definitely be watching. Well, there's a Tampa Bay team, so I'm all about that. There's no Denver gold, lamentably, but uh, I'll be all about the Tampa Bay Bandits. I have Tampa Bay Bandits pennant in my office. And, uh, you know, Jeff Fisher being back in the league, it's only a 10-game schedule. He can't go 7-9. and nine. By the way, real quick, this coming from Peter King. I think most people know who he is. He just said uh, on Pro Football Talk, he said he thinks the Broncos would be on the same level as the Chiefs and better than the Chargers and Raiders if Aaron Rodgers is traded to Denver. I agree. I would agree, too. That's going to do it for us. Anil, thanks so much for uh, pushing all the right buttons on MileHighSports.com. And uh, Danny... All week, you've been nothing short of pretty good, but today you crushed it. You were Thank great. Thank you very much. I you... try to excel on Fridays so that your memory of me through the weekend is my best stuff. Well, as you know, I always think about you over the weekend. I can't get it out of my mind like a nightmare. As for you, Mace. I was all right. You asked the best question at the Broncos press conference today. Kudos to you. As for me, I'll try and do better on Monday. Make it the best possible weekend you can.